0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome into At The Podium. This is a special NFL Combine edition. I am your host, Michael Kist. You can follow my work at bleedinggreennation.com. Also follow me on Twitter at NFL. that's K-I-S-T. It's been a while since we've had one of these episodes, but we are glad to have Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson back doing press conferences. The ones from today are obviously from the NFL Combine with Howie leading off and Doug closing it out. A lot of good questions asked to the duo. The major news, of course, is surrounding Nick Foles, who Howie said will not be franchise tagged, which is what we here at BGN expected throughout the process. So he is free to test the market not that it will stop the Philadelphia media from squeezing every last drop of blood from the stone that is Nick Foles. In the meantime, the duo is also asked questions regarding Carson Wentz, the futures of Jason Peters and Darren Sproles, where they might look to add in the running back room, just all kinds of good content packed into this puppy. Before we get to that, just a look ahead on the schedule here. Tomorrow, you'll be getting the QB Sco Show with Mark Schofield and myself to talk about the process for quarterbacks at the NFL Combine, and we will dig into some prospects as always. Friday morning, you'll have a fresh BGN radio waiting for you with John Stolness and Brandon Lee Gouton. And at another point during the week, you'll get a Combine update from the Kiston Solek Show. Ben is there in Indy live getting all of the dirt, so look forward to that. But for now, let's go to the podium.
1: I didn't even get a chance to say good afternoon. Welcome to Indy. You didn't give me an opening moment. I just wanted to see that everyone had their stuff. Yeah. Um, we know Carson. and We know what kind of teammate he is. We know what kind of leader he is. You know, it's ironic because uh, as we've gone through free agency since we've had Carson, there have been so many guys who've wanted to come to Philly to play with him. Um, so, you know, none of that is any issues to us. We're incredibly excited about having him as our quarterback and uh, excited about, this season.
0: Howard, you have a lot of moving parts on the offensive line right now with Brandon recovering from his Achilles, Jason considering retirement, and uh 38 years old. Uh, with regard to Kelsey, have you heard from him? 37. 37. With regard to Kelsey, have you heard or talked to him about that? And where do you stand
1: with regard to people back for another season? Well, first, it's always going to be a priority for us to make sure that our offensive line starts with protection. Um, we're going to show that with our actions as well as our words. Um, in terms of any individual players, uh, we keep those conversations with them private. It's important to us to be able to have honest conversations with our players and keep that all in-house. Now, in terms know, of – You know, we've been so fortunate – over the last couple of years to have two top fifteen quarterbacks in Carson and Nick. And um we've spent a lot of time discussing this internally and with him and uh we've decided to let Nick become a free agent.
0: What we got decisions? Uh,
1: a lot. You know, uh it's hard when you have someone who's incredibly valuable um to your organization at the most important position in sports. And, um, at the same time, we've had incredible success with him when he's had to play, uh, four playoff wins over the last two years, great teammate, um, a huge resource for Carson and Nate Sudfeld as well. Uh, but at the same time, um, he deserves an opportunity to lead a team. It's a goal of his to lead another team and lead another locker room. And, um, we feel at this point that it's the right decision. You can explore trade possibilities? No, you know, um, I don't really want to get into any trade discussions with any teams, but th- this decision was made. You know, the Combine's an opportunity to talk to teams. This is really uh, our version of the baseball winter meetings and talk about trades. We made this decision as an organization, um, and we feel very comfortable about it. Uh, again, you know, hard decision because someone who means a lot to us professionally and personally, <laughs> But at the end of the day, as an organization, we felt like it was the right thing to do. Just from a rules perspective with the language around
0: the franchise tag, would that have been an option that would be available to you that you're comfortable
1: with tagging and trade? Yeah, I don't want to get into any hypotheticals on that. But, um, you know, for us, um, you know, this decision we made, I think that we have uh, our interpretation of rules and what we can do. But at the end of the day, it's not going to factor in anyway. So I, I think it would just be a waste of time talking I mean, about that. You know, we're going to explore every option on our football team um, to improve our football team. But w- we have a lot of confidence in Nate. Um, he's had an incredible opportunity to learn from two of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. And uh, this is a big opportunity for him, a big year for him. Um, we're really excited about Nate Sudfeld. To go back to the,
0: to the offensive line, uh, Jason is 37, as you say, in terms of eventually replacing him. How do you view Maylata
1: and, uh, and Yeah, and I think you also have to add in Matt Pryor, you know, a guy who played tackle and we drafted last year. Um, those guys need opportunities. They need to continue to grow. Um, it's important for our, us and, and our coaching staff, and Coach Peterson and staff deserve a lot of credit for this, to develop our players, our players that we draft. Uh, they all have talent, uh, but we also have to make sure that we continue to add players at that position because it's such an important position.
0: With Peters, how do you know, how do you evaluate him at his age and determine whether or not he's still going to be a valuable player at his age?
1: Yeah, he's not a normal human being. I mean, he he's a, a freak. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer as a player, um, as a person. So, Normal rules don't apply when it comes to Jason. Um, but, again, I just go back to uh, everyone on our team, anyone who's a free agent, anyone we have decisions on, You know, those are discussions we'll have with those players individually. When you're when you're talking about those
0: guys who've been so valuable to the franchise and having to make tough decisions, when you were kind of uh, coming up through the ranks, was there an example or a lesson you learned about how to deal with that type mm-hmm. of situation that's different than your everyday decisions?
1: That is such a loaded question. Okay, that's yeah. such a- um, you know, I, I think that the hardest thing we have to do is um separate the emotion from it. And quite frankly, um, you know, we're an organization led by our owner and led by our head coach that um emotion plays a part in some of the decisions we make. We we get attached uh, to our players because they do so much for us and um I don't know that that's ever going to go away as long as this leadership's in place and as long as, you know, um, we're led by Jeffrey and Coach Peterson. So um, we try to balance those things, um, but it's hard. It's hard. And um, in this day and age, it's hard also for guys to spend their whole career with one team. There is a lot of player movement, but um, I can tell you that um, with all the evaluation we do, and we do a lot of subjective and objective uh, evaluations of our players – at the end of the day, those things don't matter. Yeah, we're incredibly uh, optimistic about um, all our guys that are injured, but don't want to get into any individual timetables um, for any guys recovering from injury. How do you get with Nelson I'm going to get Mike for a second. Again, you know, conversations with our players. We try to communicate with all our players, and um, just kind of save those uh, answers for when they're ready to make announcements or we're ready to make announcements. So, not being specific on Darren. I don't know who wouldn't want a guy like Darren Sproles on their football team. Nelson Aguilar has been an incredibly productive player for us. Um, You know, it's great when your draft choices uh, are productive and he's got an incredible work ethic, uh, a great skill set, and, you know, just continues to grow. How how, how do you
0: view view the pre-Agency this year compared to, like, you know, the importance of the draft that you guys have coming up? Is that more of a source for getting players for you this, this year as opposed
1: to agency? Yeah, I don't know that we look at them um, as independent entities. Uh, I think we look at kind of the, the whole, uh, all the opportunities to add players, whether that's in free agency or the draft or the trade market, um, and try to do whatever we can to improve our football team. That's our goal. We have a lot of work to do here. It starts in Indy. We're really excited about being here. Uh, and improving our football team, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to improve our football team. Um, we want to continue to give our coaches talented players and uh, continue to win games.
0: How much of what you do this offseason will be in mind with the Parsons' <laughs> eventual extension whether it comes this year or next, whenever? Mm-hmm. How much do you
2: have to keep that in mind when you're
1: doing For sure. Um, all of the young players that you have under contract that you've drafted, you want to keep in mind the possibilities of extending them and keeping them. Um, but at the same time, we're going to try to improve our football team.
0: I mean, from the from the standpoint of Parsons, obviously going to require a larger mm-hmm. salary cap eventually. Do you have to keep that in
1: For sure. You have to plan. And um, you have to plan knowing that uh, you have an extremely talented quarterback and that you want to have a guy at that position. Um, but at the same token, there are going to be opportunities to improve our team, um, even taking that into account.
0: Last year, you were at you Iowa know, State, did I capitalize going into the agency? This year, depending on how you handle your free agents and other players, yeah, you probably have the flexibility to do pretty much whatever you want uh, in free agency. Do you expect to be aggressive this year
1: in free agency? I expect us always to be aggressive in every aspect. You know, that's that's kind of who we are. And, um, you know, uh, with that, obviously there come risks, but um, we're not going to be risk adverse. If there's an opportunity to improve our football team, we'll do that. Um, but like you said, uh, we have the flexibility. We're not going to use the cap as an excuse, um, but we're also going to try to be smart about it. focus
0: um, on that make it more desirable to make as to
1: Yeah, again, it goes back to the value of the trade, and um, those compensatory picks are added bonus for us, and we look at that when we are trying to decide who we're signing in free agency, who we're retaining, who we're not. But uh, at the end of the day, we just want to add good players that fit our culture, and uh, that's what we'll continue to try to do here. These are going to be all UVA questions for um, <laughs> uh, um You know, Rodney has been an incredibly valuable player since we signed him as a free agent. Um, great work ethic, it fits our defensive system and our scheme. <laughs> And uh, we're excited about bringing him back to Philadelphia.
0: How do you plan around the possibility of
1: guys We do have to plan How do you approach that? Yeah, we don't look at the roster in just a one-year window. So um, we're continually trying to evaluate where we are not only this year, but next year and even three years out, um, and just kind of anticipating some of that. But by the same token, so much happens from a year-to-year basis that it's hard to anticipate some of those things. So, Uh, You try to maintain your priorities, um, make sure they're addressed, and that you're never in a situation where you're falling back from the things that you really believe in, and keep the main thing the main thing. Well, I think there's different ways to skin a cat. You know, we won a world championship two years ago, and um, we got Legarrett in free agency in May and um, traded for Jay, and, you know, I traded for Darren Sproles at that time, and then had some late picks and undrafted free agents that work out. But at the end of the day, we're not going to force any particular position uh, just because of perceived need. Um, and uh, we'll kind of evaluate that position just based on the value of each particular player. Do two more questions, please? The final four teams, I think, for
0: the five best offenses, you have to...
1: He leads the league in questions, I think. You know. It's right in front now. Uh, do you have to tilt
0: sort of your team-building philosophy towards offense a little bit in terms of resources?
1: I don't know. Coach, what do you think? What do you think? Offense, defense? What do you... <laughs> Got to make the man happy. Was that, was that the... Do you guys want to take a poll of what your last question you'd like to be? And then i will be like... Is that, is that crowdsourcing, Brandon? Is that what that's called? Yeah. It's like your football team. I mean, when you have an opportunity to add um, an incredibly talented person um, at his craft and then um, someone who fits into the chemistry that you're trying to bring in. Uh, You don't get those opportunities very often. Really excited to add Andrew, someone that um, uh, we kind of had our eye on for a long time. We know what kind of person he is, first and foremost, and what he could add. Um, But it's not a reflection of anyone um, and their particular roles. It's just a unique opportunity for us to add someone who fits um, kind of the thought process that we have. And uh, we're really excited that we're adding him. What's his role? He's the vice president of football operations, and in that role, you know, Jeffrey has, has said this, has articulated this better than anyone, and it's just um, these jobs that you have, that there's a lot that goes on. And obviously the most important thing is improving our roster and making sure we have the right players, and he'll be a part of that, um, but also looking at decision-making and uh, every area of football ops, and um, that's perfor- the performance area, um, that's innovation and video, um, I really, I could go on and on, but the job is multifaceted and, um, there's a lot of time that we spend doing things other than just improving the roster and, um, he can help in every area. He, he's very versatile, very talented. Okay. Dallas,
2: uh, obviously being our first pick a year ago in the second round, um, really was a guy that, uh, came on as the season, season went along. Um, Dallas is a tremendous worker, uh, Hard studier, uh, Justin Peel did a great job getting him prepared each week. You know, we, we saw the skill set obviously through through tape study and then through you know the off season program and training camp. And um, you know, when you have a number of sort of targets on offense, it, it becomes a challenge. You know, it becomes a challenge to get everybody the the ball. And then you got to include your running backs. You know, and 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 yet we still found ways to to get him involved. I think that's going to you know it's been a you know, a source of topic for us as a coach and staff, you know, moving forward uh, with him. And and uh, he's, a, he's a big piece uh, to, to our success, you know, on the football field. With, uh, Nate? Nate's done a great job. Nate, Nate has really put himself in a position to compete for it. You know, we, we just don't go around and, and give out jobs. Um, but at the same time, we want him to compete for that spot. feel like he's uh, earned the opportunity to, to do that. Uh, I'm comfortable with him. What he's done, what he's you know been with us now for a few years, and understands our system. So yeah, it's uh, it's a matter of him just embracing that and, and moving forward with it. <laughs> you know, not necessarily. I, I think it can go both ways. I mean, you, you've seen what we've done the last couple of seasons. Really, since I've been here, you know, we had Chase Daniel the first year, then of course Nick the last two years. Chase didn't have a ton of obviously game experience nick had um you know and and when you when you're kind of have that quarterback in the in the waiting so to speak uh in, in a guy like nate who's seen a lot of football the last couple of years um it's a great opportunity for him so you can kind of go either way you can kind of go with a younger guy you could kind of bring in a veteran for you but at the same time you know i want nate to compete for it and and uh and see where he's at what <laughs> about well, I think I think number one, he he's uh, um, obviously I like his size. Um, you know, he's got a got a really good arm. He's accurate. Uh, continues to work his mobility, uh, his, his his pocket presence, his awareness. I think one of the things we saw this year, even though he was limited, obviously not not many game reps, but the stuff we saw in practice is is how well he's really uh, become comfortable with our offense, uh, how he prepares our defense. You know, during the course of the week. Um, and he's a smart quarterback i mean he's he's highly intelligent uh he's got great ideas um and and again uh you know somebody that we feel comfortable with competing competing for the number two spot Doug, you know, you to be <laughs> well you know i mean listen um we know how we all feel about carson uh carson's our quarterback um I love everything about Carson Wentz and, and, and the way he, the way he attacks his job every single day, the way he competes, um, the way he embraces the locker room. Um, and, and so, you know, uh, I just, I, I don't put a lot of, I don't put a lot of weight in that, a lot of stock in that. I mean, it's, it's his performance on the football field obviously. And, and he understands where he's at. He understands he, you know, um, he's gotta, gotta stay on the field. Obviously he knows that. Uh, but at the same time, um, uh, Guys really rally around him. They support him, and he listen. He's one piece. He's not the entire football team, and uh, um, you know we, we do this thing as a team, and uh, he's a part of that. You
0: said he, 30, 30, 30,
2: 30, 30. I, I think I think what 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 he's doing and what he's been doing kind of speaks for itself. Um, you know the guys really respect him. His play on the football field, obviously, is the ultimate factor. I, I think that's where where guys can rally around around him and what he's what he's. Uh, shown us in in, in three seasons and um, you know listen when you're the when you're the guy uh, you know um, you you touch a lot of people and you got to continue to touch a lot of people and 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 reach out to a lot of people and no different in my case you know as the head football coach I got to continue to build relationships and and uh, and and just bring those along so um, you know he's the quarterback and and we just continue to grow grow together in that in that realm were
0: were you surprised surprised by the story
2: You know, those are things we'll discuss as the off season goes. Um, you know, uh, Jason's been a big part of our success, and 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 been around him for a lot of years now. So, uh, those are things we'll we'll talk about as we move forward.
0: Did, did
2: you... you know, um, I tell you what, Nick and Nick and I, you know, we've got a we've got a lot of history together, all the way back to when we drafted him. You know, when I was on Coach Reed's staff here in Philly, and. Um, and and so you know we had conversations obviously at the end of the season um and and you know he he knew where where i stood and how i felt about him and and uh but at the same time uh, you know he, he he was a tremendous obviously a, a, a huge part of our success these last last two years and and uh, uh but again a lot like you know in, in carson's case he was one piece of the puzzle and um you know it's an opportunity now you know as how he mentioned to uh um become a starter in this league and he's very capable of doing that and uh you know I'm excited for his future. So getting
0: back to JT, uh, he on 16 games
2: last year when he missed, uh, of the he wants to play year? Do you want him back? Jason Peters is a big value. He's a he's a he's a valuable part of of our offense, and our offensive line. Um if if Jason Peters um, you know, it's a lot like Darren Sproles. I mean, we're we're kind of going down the same path with Darren Sproles. Uh, if these guys want to want an opportunity, you know, you love both of them and, and you give them an opportunity. Um, you know, it, it, Jason, I, I feel still has some opportunity for us. You know, and and you know, we'll see where it goes. We'll see how it ends up. But you know, I think in Jason's mind right now, and and I don't want to put words in his 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 mouth, but. I think he he feels like too, you know, getting healthy and being a hundred percent going into the offseason, going into training camp. Uh, he was coming off that injury, obviously, and and you know it's tough to play to play like he did, um, you know, to battle through that that injury every single week and then the soreness and the different things. Uh, is a credit to him. So um, moving forward, you know, those are those are conversations we'll continue to have with him.
0: The parts about his personality that you can see running. Over? You rubbed me the wrong way. I get that. <laughs> but are are there are those things there, and are there
2: things you can change, or is that too hard? you know? I, I learned too uh, when I was a player in this business. I played with one of the one of the greatest the greatest players of. Uh, in, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback in Brett Favre and, and Dan Marino. And you know what? They they had success because you're not always going to be buddy buddy with everybody. Um, do you build relationships with everybody? Yeah, but you, you you hold everybody to a high standard, including myself and and uh, you know we're not in a we're not in a feel good business. You know we're obviously in a business to win games and ultimately a championship, and, and that's our goal. And and so um, if people get offended, I'm sorry. You know it's just it's just the way it is, and um, you know you can't make excuses for it. But at the same time, at the end of the day, we walk out on the football field, we're united, and uh, and we play the game. You said you
0: said before that. Did you and him work through that, or
2: continue to work through that? Where does that need to get so that it's a a productive um, relationship and back and forth? Yeah, I think that's one of the one of his strengths, obviously, and and, you know for him to be able to come uh, to me, come to Mike Rowe, uh, you know, with with ideas, with uh, uh, things that that can help us win the game. I mean, that's that's what we're all about. We're, you know, um, it's about being open, being honest, being transparent. Not that we have to accept every idea that he brings, you know, to the table. But at the same time, we're going to listen. If we can implement it in the game plan, we will. If not, maybe we'll save it for the next week. But I think that's one of the strengths. That she, and, and, you know, and, you know, as a play caller, you know, you got to c- kind of crawl into the head of the quarterback a little bit and kind of see it through his eyes. So having these conversations with him during the week um, really gives me, as a play caller, uh, a good insight as to how he's also seeing, you know, our opponent that week. What's that? You know, there's, there's time. First of all, the the guys that I had on staff that, that I, that I let go. Um, I appreciate, and I'll say this publicly, appreciate everything that they did, did for me, the Philadelphia Eagles, the organization. Um, and, and there's times where, you know, as a staff, as a coach, you, you know, you need to make some change and, and, um, Uh, You know, it's a great opportunity for him to continue his career, obviously. Uh, Same with Coach Chung and and Coach Brew, and uh, to to give them an opportunity. And and so uh, I thank them for for what they did for me, what they did for our organization, help us win a championship. I think there's many ways to, to open up your offense, uh, not just having a vertical speed guy. You know, um, you know, every team can draw back and just throw it deep. I mean, but there's, there's ways of being creative. There's ways of utilizing play-action pass. There's ways of uh, creating a gadget-type play, uh, whether it be a flea flicker, things of that nature. But, yeah, ultimately, would you like to have a guy that, that can stretch the field? And, and, you know, you've seen that out of Nelson the last last couple of seasons and his, his opportunities to go – uh, deep but um, you know anytime you can you can add add talent add speed add depth to, to any position it's going to help your team what did you see
0: from this in the, building? You the
2: with Carson in in Phillips case um, obviously he had a, a great career in this league as a as a defensive lineman uh, he's been been with me now for for 3 seasons been on on gyms. Uh, staff for three seasons, and and uh, it's a great opportunity for him. You know, I'm big about promoting from within, uh, as you guys know, and and uh, it was it was his time. You know, it's his time to to take the reins of that that group, and and I'm excited for him. You know, and, and his leadership, and and how he's going to continue to lead uh, that group. Same with Carson. You know, Carson, he's coached in this league before. Uh, Carson Walsh, um, he was with Coach Grow in in Chicago. Um, you know he's been around Alshon Jeffrey so he knows our game um, been around us now for a year he, he knows how we coach and how we how we teach and how we instruct so I'm excited for him and that's that's the type of leadership he brings. Have
0: running
2: back. Josh yeah I was, I was excited and have been excited uh, with with Josh I mean he's a uh, he's a young player obviously you know a, a kid that we had in, in camp and and then ultimately, you know, let him go, brought him back, and then we had to activate him, you know, due to injury. And, you know, he's really embraced his role. Um, I, I think this will be a, a, really good off season for him, you know, to continue to grow in our system, uh, to to get better as a runner, uh, to 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 listen to, to Coach Staley and, and what he's teaching. Um, showed some 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 flashes last year, and so I'm excited for him, you know, moving forward. Speaking so of running what back with what get? you
0: have there will
1: you be all
2: right you add, like, a group, that group? Or do you really think you need, like, a, a strong veteran? No, it make that, uh, yes. It was an or question. Oh, it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I think you can go either way. I, I think you still got to continue to add, add talent. you got to add depth, um, value to your team. Um, you know, and you've seen us do it in many ways these last couple of years, uh, Howie alluded to it. You know, in his comments, uh, you know, we won a championship with, with a rotational system. And, and I think, honestly, you know, um, you look at a lot of teams around the league and, you know, they're, they're usually a two-back type operation. So um, whether it's a, you know, another veteran free agent or through the draft, um, those are things that we're going to explore in the next few months.
0: Two more questions,
2: please. Player this week? You know, this this week is just a great opportunity for coaches, myself. Um, you know, we haven't spent as much time with these guys, so you know, obviously, character is, is big in my opinion. Um, you definitely want to see their skill set when we when they get on the football field, and and then I think third is is uh, you know um, it, it, a lot of it's kind of off the field, their their interaction with teammates. Uh, you know. Um, and and then uh, you know throw in throwing a fourth. What do they know? How much do they know of their own system, offensively, defensively, and and uh, those kind of give us an insight to the to the players we see this week. How do you look at uh, Nelson Aguilar the way he performed two years ago compared to uh, last year? Yeah, Nelson. Oh man, uh, love this guy. I mean, he he's, he's first one in, last one out. You know, he, he's a hard worker. Spends time before and after practice. So can't say enough good things about Nelson Aguilar and what he's what he's brought to the table and and what he will continue to bring and um you know I I think last year uh you look at you look at the amount of guys we had and of course we added golden you know mid-season and and you know listen I'm not going to stand up here and say it didn't affect Nelson um because I I think it did you know and and trying to get it you know the question was asked earlier about getting everybody the ball and, and and it's it's a challenge you know when 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 you break down a game, and and yet Nelson didn't complain. He came to work every single day. Uh, he put in the time. He put in the work, and and uh, uh, was it was a huge part of, of what we did, and, and getting us into the division round. You know this year. So uh, I'm excited. I uh, love working with him, and and uh, I think there's great things ahead.